Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke. Oh, man, what a day. What a day. Um, there, there's a lot to get into today, and it's... Uh, I want to rant so fucking bad. I really do. I want to rant so fucking bad this morning, but the topic of discussion, as prefaced in the title of this episode, it's basically going around the idea of church and state either being together or separate. We're going to cover a few topics before I get into this, but there's something that I feel a lot of people are failing to understand. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go into it yet. Not yet. Let's first, let me get my feet wet before we go into this, because there's a lot that is required to basically unpack this very, um, just in-depth analysis of what this entails. Um... My mind's going a million miles a minute here. I'll be honest with you. I, I see I see this this idea from both sides. Fuck it. We're just going to get into it. Actually, no. No, we're not. No. <laughs> this is a very complex issue. This is a very complex issue, and I'm sorry. But a congresswoman with... that That is... Uh, I just want to restart the episode right now. That's what I want to do. But I'm not. We will persevere. We will continue. This episode is brought to you by Shell Show. You know the drill. You know, I think at, at root cause of this, I am tired of having this conversation. I am tired of having these debates. I am tired of having a sit there with the people that follow me. And you seem to think I'm on your side. I am not. Not when it comes to church and state being the same. I am not. 
fuck it. Let's just get into it. Let's just do this. Whatever. Before we get into the full depth of this topic, this is what has triggered it. Lauren Boebert has come out and let me see if I can, can I hear this? Wait a second. Let me see if I can get this audio here. Can do something. Okay. This is Congresswoman Lauren Boebert. You're about to hear her talk. Now, I want you to hear what she's saying, okay? I want you to hear what she talks about, and then we're going to dissect this, because I feel like a lot of people just don't seem to understand or grasp the severity for those that are calling for church and state to be the same. Let's listen to what she has to say. God called a man who is not a politician. Okay, but real quick, before we go full-blown into this, I think she's speaking at a church. Here. This is a congresswoman speaking and addressing a church. So, again, consider the crowd. She's reading the room. She's reading the audience. Just listen to what she says. God called a man who is not a politician to run for office. And I believe that he was anointed for that position. He answered that call despite what other people were saying, despite all the negatives that they were listening and saying how unqualified he was, he said, I think I can do something good for this nation. Called, called. She's referring to Trump there. She's referring to Trump. That's not the actual issue that I take. Like you can sit there and say Trump wasn't, you can say it was, I I don't, it's, it's up to you. Honestly, I don't care. I don't care. But that's not the issue that I take. The issue that I take is that essentially she comes out and says, I'm tired of, she says, there is no difference between this or that's kissing her. Hold on, I'm trying to find where she actually said this. Um, Basically, she says that she's tired of this. Let me just read the article from my Instagram. Kitzinger came after her and Kitzinger is not well liked. We all know this. So by by virtue of him being Kitzinger, people are going to automatically disagree with him. Kitzinger's right on this. But Bobert says she's tired of the separation of church and state junk. Um, she gave these remarks at the Cornerstone Christian Center. I'm trying to find where she actually, she, it, it was basically talking about, she added the concept, or let me just read the whole thing. During a worship service in Colorado on Sunday, Representative Lauren Boebert uh, told congregation she is tired of the separation of church and state junk in the U.S. In her remarks given at the Cornerstone Christian Center, Boebert said the only reason the U.S. has so many overreaching regulations on religion is because the church complied. Boebert, who was on the ballot in Tuesday's primary, which I believe she won, uh, said to worshipers, the church is supposed to direct the government. The government Just that alone, that statement in and of itself is founded in ignorance. The church is supposed to direct the government. Okay. So here's my counters to this. Number one, which church? Which church? Can anyone answer that for me? To to all the Christians, and please take this in, in, in brotherly love, whatever you want to call it. I believe in God. I believe in Christ. I'm not the best Christian out there, nor have I ever claimed to be. I don't even, if you follow me for any period of time, you know I don't publish a lot of religious stuff on my platforms. I feel hypocritical in that aspect because I know I'm not living a good life right now. I'm aware of that. And people are going to counter my argument by trying to point that out. Good for you. Christians are some of the most judgmental bigots I've ever seen in my entire life. 
But as a Christian, as someone that believes in the Bible, I am standing firmly against this. And it's not because I don't want to see Christianity flourish or people accept God. It's, in fact, the exact opposite. What these people don't seem to understand is that the separation of church and state protects the church from the state. How do we not get this? How do we still not get this? This right here from this representative is what will destroy the GOP. Now, before you pass judgment, listen to my counters to this. Which church should, should the government be following? Which version of Christianity? There are so many. Baptist, Lutheran, Pentecostal, Catholicism. Which, which version? So that one right there is dispelled. Secondly, people are going to say, we were founded on Christian values. We were founded on many values. I agree with that. But of said values, for those that want church and state to be the same, therefore, all Ten Commandments should now be made law. So now, if we in so, do, in so doing, we violate the First Amendment. Would it, let, me, let me ask the Christians this, if you're listening here. Would you be okay with laws governing saying you can only worship Christianity in America? If your answer to that is yes, then you are essentially great value brand Taliban. You're the same. Oh, I'm going to hurt some feelers out there today, but I really don't fucking care. You're not going to see a lot of influencers and political commentators discussing this. Ben Shapiro went after Kitzinger. Now, Kitzinger did go a little extreme. He said that she's the Christian version of the Taliban. I get where Kitzinger's going on that. If she continues down that road, I could easily see her becoming a... Th- she's a theocrat. She wants church. She wants religion to be the governing body of our government. No. Shapiro went after her for that or went after Kitzinger for basically saying that. Shapiro, of all people, should know better. If Shapiro is going to put his ducks behind Bobert, you think Christians have any love for Jews? Like, really think about this. Really, really think about this. If we want to be a primarily Christian nation, a theocracy, then you have essentially undermined the very constitution you claim to love, You're wanting forced religion on the masses. Go to the Middle East and see how that turns out. Well, John, we were founded on Christian values. We were founded on the same values that are embraced by many different religions. Thou shalt not kill. There's a lot of religions that believe that. And I understand that. Some of our forefathers, I get it. Some of them were deists. But how does it make any sense for anyone to espouse this nonsense and then sit there and turn around and forget why America is even here in the first place? Why did the pilgrims even come? Granted, they kind of got lost, stuff like that. Why did this happen? Did you not, do you not remember Fox's Book of Martyrs? What the Catholics did to Christians? Do you not remember the Ottoman Empire? Do you not do you not remember Bloody Mary? Bloody Mary Tudor? Do you not remember the Crusades? All of these holy wars, millions died for what? To push a religion that's faith-based. And here's the thing. Here's where you can really rile up Christians to prove the point why church and state should be separate. Prove to me that God exists. 
Uh-oh. A lot of people tuning out now. Probably going to turn me off. That's fine. You can't prove God exists because if you could prove God exists, you have no need for faith. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. You have to have faith. So if you can't prove it's real, why would you take something that is not proven to be real and say, we're going to put this concept in a box? And that's where Christians got it wrong. That's where most religions go wrong. You take God and you say, okay, we're going to put God in this box. And to be right with God, you have to fall into these parameters of left and right. And that's where they go wrong. You can't sit there and define God. So with that being said, how do you take that undefinable existence and then shift it over into government by regulating the people? Who interprets these things? It's the same basic argument of what is hate speech and what is not. It's up to the individual to interpret. Do any of you feel comfortable? Let's say like Lauren Berbert, Lauren, Lauren Bobbert, whatever her name is, was a dictator at this point. And she espoused Christianity, saying, I'm a Christian. And a lot of Christians would embrace this, saying, yes, we finally have a Christian that's going to lead this nation down a good path. But what if her Christian principles and the doctrine of what it is that she believes do not align with yours? Because I got news for you. If you think all Christians believe the Bible the same way, you've never been to different churches. You've never been to different churches. You look at Lauren Berbert. Doesn't it say in the Bible something along the lines of a woman shouldn't cut her hair? Jezebel wore makeup? That's in there. Oh, but we don't preach that. Joel Osteen won't touch that. And here's an even better point. Ready for me to drive it home? What does the Bible say about women preaching? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh God. Oh, God. Oh, we, we, oh, God. You want to talk doctrine? Let's talk doctrine. Let's go in-depth on doctrine. So for you Christians, for you diehard Christians, you politicians that want to energize your voter base, what does the Bible say about female preachers? It says women should sit in silence. <laughs> oh, oh. Mm. So if Lauren truly believes in Christian doctrine, she should sit down and shut up. Uh-oh. <laughs> but we tend to overlook that because, you know, hey, you, you, God didn't mean it like that. Interesting. Interesting. People don't want to have these conversations. People don't want to have this level of discussion when it comes to Christianity. And the only reason I'm hitting on this is that if you do want Christianity governing this nation, which version, how in-depth are we going? Bible condemns homosexuality. I've had debates with people that are gay, gay Christians, and they say, oh, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. All right, let's go back to the original topic here. Let's, let's flip the script here for a second. So if we believe in the freedom, the freedom that protects all religions in this country, which I do believe in, 
let's just say, and I've given this example many times over, let's just say in Congress we get way more Rashida Tlaibs and Ilhan Omars, Muslim extremists. More and more, the population converts. So I, I, I really feel the only reason Christians are espousing this belief is because they feel they're, they're, they are the majority right now. What if that changes? What if that changes? What if we do get more Ilhan Omars and more Rashida Tlaibs elected to Congress, both sides? What if you get a president that's a Muslim, whether Obama was or wasn't, irregardless, or regardless, it doesn't matter. Now, suddenly, if we are, as a Christian nation, a theocracy, and then suddenly the balance of power tips and then Muslims take over, would you be saying the same thing? You've already opened that door. You don't get to close it. The Christians that are pushing for this are hypocrites. They are hypocrites. You cannot force God on the people. That is not your ability. That is not your right. Even the scripture doesn't say that. What did Jesus tell the disciples to do? Go out and preach to the world. He didn't even say build schools. He said preach the gospel. Did he say force the gospel? No, he did not. Because if you believe that God is alpha and omega, the beginning and the end, he can read your mind. He knows the thoughts and intents of your heart. He knows who will and who will not believe. Then you can go into the theological debates of hell. Do all people love God? Are all people of God? No, they're not. What fellowship has light with darkness? For there to be a heaven, there has to exist a hell. Do you think a father could send his child to hell? No. Because they said, even in the scripture, they left us because they were not of us. Wolves in sheep's clothing, false prophets. These people were serpent seed. These people are from the devil. This is, this is basic Christian doctrine that Joel Olstein and the likes of them will not touch. They will not go near this because the money dries up. They will be condemned. They'll be ostracized because they're not accepting. That's fine. That's what Christianity is. Go look at Islam. Islam condemns homosexuality. But let me get back to the main point. Muslims take over Congress. You've already opened the gateway. You opened the floodgates as a Christian to say, hey, we should allow the church to run the government. Caveat, as long as it's a Christian church, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Now you're cherry picking. Look how well that's worked out for the Middle East. Look how well that's worked out for places like Saudi Arabia. That's not free will. You cannot force religion on man. You cannot. I stand firmly against that. But these Christians, these these devout people, they want to force feed the Bible down your throat. No, absolutely not. So you can sit there and you can bring up the Jefferson letters, the Treaty of Tripoli. You can bring all this stuff up into place. But it defies the very logic of why America pushed for religious freedom. You know that when America was first established, the Church of England was the favorite church? And then they got wise and said, oh, wait a minute. We can't do this. 
Yeah, it's a real thing. And then suddenly other religions started sprouting up. Other versions started sprouting up. Well, if you're, if you're sitting there saying that you're for freedom of religion, you can't sit there and deny other people the right to, to choose. That's not right. That's not fair. And I hate using the word fair. It's, it's, not, it's a four-letter word to me. The very premise of this argument is that by the separation of church and state, it prevents any singular religion from becoming the popular religion, and then suddenly you have tyranny by the majority under the guise of religion. That's where my point stands. And Christians don't seem to understand that. Members of the GOP do not seem to get this. You cannot have religion governing the freaking government. You cannot. Because with that, it's either all or nothing. You don't get to cherry pick that. And again, which version of Christianity? I'm all ears on that one. That's where I stand. People like Bobert, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She stands there in a congregation defying the word of God that she claims to believe with a face full of makeup, haircut, preaching to a crowd of people about politics and religion? Christ even said, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. The pulpit should be no place for politics. That's for the word of God to go forth. But this is what they do. That's disrespect to God. But the point still stands. How much of the Bible do you want to go into? Go look at Paul to the Corinthians when he basically defined conduct, conduct, order, and doctrine of the church and how the church is supposed to be run. Show me where Peter went to Rome to become the first pope, therefore spawning Catholicism. Show me where that happened. But that's another form of Christianity. So do we go by the Catholic version? What about the Dead Sea Scrolls? We can talk about that. Or you don't do any of it, and you simply say, let's have a government ran by the people for the people with a democratic process outlined by a constitution. Therefore, people can worship as they see fit in this country. I'm for that. I'm tired of having this argument. I'm tired of having this debate. I'm tired of these holy rollers coming in there that are theocrats in disguise and wanting religion forced on the people by means of government. No, I would stand adamantly against you on that one. Adamantly against you. If this takes root in the GOP, which I don't think it will, this will destroy the GOP. You can't call for things like this. This is ignorance. This is foolish. We can do better as a country. I'm sorry. People like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert because they get these hit points against Biden. Cool. I got it. I get it. It's good to score some dunks on the Biden administration. I'm right there with you. But when it comes time, you've got to start looking for what it is these people are actually saying. Do you honestly feel that as a country, we are putting our best in these elected offices? The smartest, brightest minds. We're not electing. We're getting populists. We're getting sensationalists. 
We're getting people that want to go up there and force something. And here's the other point. When you have these, these Christians like this go into office, you know what they're going to start calling to do? They're going to start calling to ban things. First thing I guarantee, drugs, alcohol, pornography, things like that. It's not just a, hey, we got a Christian nation now. Now you're going to start stripping away the very things that you personally enjoy. Inappropriate movies. I'm sorry, but I thought that was freedom. You have the freedom to choose. No different than the Middle East. <laughs> you believe what you want, folks. I've been to these third world countries. <clears throat> I stood in the bazaars where women were forced to kneel down and face a wall like a fucking dog while the men went in there to drink chai, smoke hookah, talk to their boys, and the women in the sweltering heat had to just kneel there and take it because they weren't allowed to be around men. Granted, Christianity is not as extreme, but you get the premise of the point. Religion should not rule the people. The people should practice as they see fit and be left alone from the government. That's why I support the SCOTA standing and saying that coach on the football field can pray. That's freedom of religion, and that's freedom from religion. Because what if we had a primary Christian nation? That coach would then be told, you, have, you can pray, but you have to pray this way. That violates his freedom of religion. I mean, realistically, it violates the First Amendment. People don't understand the complexities of this. It's like Milton Friedman said, I'm on your side, but you're not. You think it's good. Like it's, it's the same premise behind why people loved it when Trump was signing executive order after executive order and circumventing Congress. And Republicans ate it up. We loved it. We're like, oh, yes, yeah, fuck the Democrats. <laughs> We're getting all this stuff. <laughs> and I sat there and I told you, I sat right here and I told you, this is going to backfire. Republicans are supporting this right now because the sword is swinging away from you. And then what does Biden do the first day in office? Boom, EO after EO after EO undoing everything Trump did and destroying this economy. And the very same people that applauded and golf clapped over Trump are suddenly going, oh my God, this is unconstitutional. No shit. It's the same premise behind this. As long as that Bible is swinging away from you, you're cool with it. But suddenly you replace that Bible with a Koran and swing it right back at you, then you're going to scream bloody murder. Then you really don't have any foundation to talk from. That is why I am in disagreement with church and state being the same. The comments I get on Instagram and Facebook, Christ Almighty. John Locke, Thomas Jefferson, all these founding fathers. Let me explain something to you. When you want to quote the founding fathers and put them in a context of being all-knowing, all-powerful, no mistakes, those same founding fathers voted in favor of slavery. Oh! <gasps> 
oh my God, John just came out and talked. Yeah, yes, they did. They were even against slavery, but they knew this country was not ready to basically go do away with it. Even George Washington knew, but they didn't put it before Congress because they knew. They knew it was like, oh, we're just not going to talk about that. Let's just talk about Oh, uh-oh. You don't like Daddy Savage today. You don't like me today, and that's fine. You don't have to like me. I don't care. Hate me all you want. And the reason I know this is true is we've seen other countries embrace this type of ideology and they basically succumb to it. You train a government overreach for a religious one, which is even more dangerous. Can you imagine if there was a government ran by the people, a Christian nation, you could be penalized for saying the word fuck. Can't get tattoos. Your body's a temple. You can't drink. You can't smoke. No drugs. No sex before wedlock. Uh-oh. How many of you Christians out there have done that? You better be very careful what you're calling for. Because I think a lot of you don't understand the complexities of the Bible either. What does it say in the Bible about a woman being subservient to a man? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You Christian women cool with that? You good? You okay with that? Don't make me pull scripture because I will. And then I'll throw it in your face. I got a debate going on Twitter right now with this one lady. What if I go ahead and pull up the scripture that says a woman will be subservient to a man and tell her you need to know your place and shut your mouth. A man is talking to you. How do you think she's going to take that? Suddenly, that freedom comes in. It's like, whoa, whoa, well, my, my, my First Amendment. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. If we're saying church and state should be the same, the First Amendment no longer applies to you because you're a woman. Be careful what you're calling for. Now, let me change it a little bit with this. Do I believe in gender roles? Do I believe in traditionalism? Yes, I do. But I feel a lot of it is often misinterpreted as being misogynistic. I believe masculinity has a place and femininity has a place. My ex-in-laws, he was a preacher. He had a really good way of saying this. He talked about that the man is the head of the household, but the woman is the neck that turns the head. It says in the scripture that the man is to love his wife like God loves his bride. He's to treat her with respect and love. Not a doormat, not a footstool. And a lot of people get that the wrong way. I'm not going to continue sitting here preaching to you because, again, I, I was raised in church. Every Sunday, Wednesday, twice Sunday for the first Sunday of the month for communion, 17 years, I know the scripture. And these same Christians wanting Christianity to spread through the world. You know that's not going to happen. You know there's a trip. You know how many church ages are there? It's in the book. It's in the Bible. How many of you know that? How many church ages are there? We're in the seventh church age, according to the scientists out there, religious scientists. Laodicea. In Laodicea, it blends into a tribulation period. 
in that tribulation period, that's when the rapture occurs. And then you've got the two prophets coming back to preach to the lost people, Moses and Elijah. A lot of people don't know the scripture. A lot of these so-called Christians, you get the broth. You've got the broth. You don't have the meat and potatoes because you can't handle meat and potatoes. It's difficult to digest. Christ even said, I come into this world to do what? It's going to separate people. It's going to break them. It's going to break them. Because it's hard to understand and it's hard to abide by. All right. I will leave it at that. I am tired of having this argument. I am tired of having this repeated debate left and right with these Christians that think they know the Bible and you really don't. You really don't. There are certain scriptures that you casually just flip over. Look, you don't get to cherry pick it. It's all or nothing, baby. It's all or nothing. So you tell me. Do you really want a government run by religion? I don't. I want the freedom to worship as I see fit. The same people that are calling for this were the same people that had an issue when the government came in and shut down churches during COVID, saying that's their freedom of religion. Well, hey, the same thing applies because if it's a primarily Christian nation, you're going to close down all the mosques, the synagogues, the places of worship that don't practice Christianity. And then we get back into the whole depth of which version of Christianity. You don't see anything wrong with that? No, because it sounds too good to sit there and say, well, I believe in church state being the same, blah, blah, blah. but you don't see the after effects, the secondary and tertiary ripple effects in this pond of government or theocracy that will occur in this country that violate the very constitution that you claim to love. It violates the First Amendment, but you're okay with that because as long as it's your God, you're good to go. Hypocrites. You're hypocrites. Adam Kitzinger basically says that she's the Christian version of the Taliban. Christian Taliban. Okay, I get it. I get where he's going. Shapiro calls him out and says, ah, that's inaccurate, yada, yada, yada. I get that. Makes sense. But he's got a point. He's got a point. He just took it to an extremist viewpoint, but I get it. There you have it. People like Bobert do not know what they're talking about. You don't understand the premise behind liberty and freedom. This is dangerous rhetoric. This is very dangerous. That's why these sensationalists are ignorant. We can do better as a country. We need better representatives in government. Protecting the people from the government. Sitting there calling for a theocracy does the exact opposite. Now you want more government regulation, more government control. Let me see if I can find this other scripture for you real quick. Hold on. Hmm. Book of Deuteronomy 22.5. Go look it up. You want me to read it for you? I can read it for you right here. 
Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, Leviticus, Deuteronomy. Do you want me to read it for you? Should I, should I read it? A woman must not wear men's clothing, nor a man wear women's clothing, for the Lord your God detests anyone who does this. What does men's clothing consist of? A woman must not put on men's clothing, and a man must not blah, blah, blah. Same thing. Different versions, different interpretations of it. The woman shall not, in the King James Bible, the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, and neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. Women, stop wearing pants. Yeah, I'm reading Old Testament, but the premise behind this is this is religion in general. This is religion in general. You're missing the overall point. Jesus did change all this. I understand that. You're missing the overall point. God, people are so fucking narrow-minded. This is what religion called for back then. It's been updated in the New Testament. I get that. But the premise is still the same. But did that change in the New Testament? Show me the New Testament where it said that changed. God's order for the woman is the opposite of his order for the man. When she prays or prophesies, she must cover her head. For if a woman does not cover her head, she might as well have her hair cut off. But if it is a disgrace for a woman to have her hair cut off of her head shaved, then she should cover her head. First Corinthians, that's New Testament. You don't want to have this debate with me. You don't. You really don't. Defend your points all you want, but you know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. There's multiple scripture after multiple scripture after multiple scripture. And it's not even the point of proving the scripture right. It's the point of you can't prove it right or wrong. It's faith-based. Therefore, it should not guide our government. Not to that effect. But if a congressional leader wants to make a decision and whether they want to vote against or for abstain, anything based upon their religious preferences, that's okay too. That's fine. I'm okay with that. But what I'm not okay with is laws that specifically state certain religious values should be forced on the people. I'm not okay with that. I feel like I'm repeating myself at this point, so I'm going to move on. That's where I stand. This is not John saying, I don't agree with Christianity. This is not John saying that Christianity shouldn't be embraced. This is John saying we cannot have church and state being the same and then expect Christianity not to take over or vice versa with Islam, Judaism, whatever the case may be. It protects us. It protects all religions. And if you say that's wrong, then you're not actually for liberty. You're for theocracy. Chris Pratt in the news. Chris Pratt addresses outrage over religious beliefs, alleged ties to anti-LGBTQ church. 
Guardians of the Galaxy actor Chris Pratt addresses the backlash he's faced on social media for his alleged religious beliefs in a profile from Men's Health Magazine Tuesday. The public outrage, Pratt presumes, stems from his comments during a speech at the 2018 MTV Movie Awards. The actor who claimed he was instructed to say something inspiring while accepting a Generation Award. He announced, God is real, God loves you, God wants the best for you. The Jurassic World star was surprised by the subsequent outrage, by under, but understands why people might have been put off. He said, maybe it was hubris for me to stand up on that stage and say things I said. I'm not sure I touched anybody. Religion has been oppressive as fuck for a long time. He's not wrong. Multiple religions are very oppressive, and throughout history, they've been very oppressive. Pratt continued expressing his discomfort, which, but I also, to caveat, I think Chris is backing down now. He shouldn't. Double down, bro. If you are religious, stand for your religion. What if suddenly congressmen and women were pro-LGBT saying it should be forced on the masses, and any Christian pastor should be forced to marry same-sex couples? Is that Okay. Baked a cake, right? It's not. The freedom to practice your religion is UC fed, as long as it doesn't infringe or violate the rights of other people. Pratt continued expressing his discomfort, which being perceived as a public face of religion. He said, I don't know that I would become the face of religion when I'm not really religious, when I'm not really a religious person. I think there's a distinct difference between religious adhering to the customs created by man, offering, offering, often appropriating the awe reserve for who I believe is a very real God, and using it to control people, to make money for people, to abuse children, to steal land, to justify hatred, whatever it is. The evil that's in the heart of every single, every single man has gloomed on the back of religion and come along for the ride. Pratt was previously called out by Elliot, Elliot Page for alleged ties. To anti- so you got a trans woman wanting to sit there and cast stones at somebody for a religious preference. Fuck you. Yeah, I think homosexuality and transgender people are wrong. You're not going to change that mind. You, you won't change me. But here's the kicker. I do believe in your freedom to do as you see fit. Uh-oh, that blew some minds. Pratt issued a response at the time which read, It has recently been suggested that I belong to a church which hates, which hates a certain group of people and is infamously anti-LGBTQ. Nothing could be further from the truth. I am a man who believes that everyone is entitled to love who they want, free from the judgment of their fellow man. While Pratt refrained from naming names his initial statement, he left no uncertainty in his men's health profile. I never went to Hillsong. I never actually been to Hillsong. I don't know anyone from the church. When asked why it took so long for him to publicly renounce Hillsong, the actor replied, I'm going to, like, throw a church under the bus. If it's like the Westboro Baptist Church, that's different. You got the alphabet mob now demanding Christians accept them and celebrate them. Hell no. This is why you got people like Elliot Page that are mentally disturbed individuals sitting there trying to say, you're anti-LGBT and that's wrong. Bullshit it is. You can be anti-LGBT. That's the freedom in this country. You 100% can, and I support that. Do I support the LGBT? No, not at all. But I support your right to do as you see fit. Am I going to bow down? And call you by your preferred pronouns and say that trans people are okay? No, I won't. Absolutely not. Science deniers? No. Absolutely not. That's my right. And no amount of celebrities, no amount of people out there 
with their social media selective outrage are going to send their troll followers to any of my accounts and get me to bend the knee. You will never get that from me. That's the hill I'll die on. I don't give a shit if you like it or not. Because if we flip the script and suddenly tell the LGBT, well, if you demand that I accept you, then I demand you accept Christ. Do you not see where this goes? The group of tolerance and love is not about tolerance and love. They're about the exact opposite. Forced acceptance and forced celebration or we ruin your life, bigot. No, absolutely not. I get where Pratt's coming from on this, though. He's right about organized religion. But at the same token, if Chris Pratt would come out and say what I just said, he'd be done in Hollywood. But at the same time, dude, you're set. You got millions. Who fucking cares? Fall on the sword of principle versus just stand there and accept the beatings of these farces perpetuated by these alphabet mafias. I can't stand that. I can't stand that. If more people started standing up and speaking out saying, look, it's not that I'm against you, but you define these arguments as saying, if I disagree with you, I must therefore hate you. I must therefore think you shouldn't have the same rights that I'm entitled to, that you shouldn't exist. That's how they frame these arguments. And to be fair, to play devil's advocate, for a long time in this country, that's exactly how it was. I won't lie about that. Look at black people in America. Look at minorities. It's true. But those days are over. You don't get to use that same argument anymore. You've got equal rights. What do you want? Oh, it's not about equal rights anymore. It's about privilege. You want privilege. There's the difference. I got to drink some water. I haven't been drinking enough water. If you're listening to this, drink water. You should drink water. We all need to drink less coffee and energy to drink some more water. It says in the Bible, David ate like a healthy diet, and they said his countenance shone. <clears throat> Can I get an amen? Hmm. <laughs> you still listening? You still here? Have you unsubscribed? Do you now hate John? You're more than entitled to. Go for it. I get it. I'm an asshole. I totally understand it. But at least I'm an asshole with principle, and you'll know where I stand. And at the, at the heart of this argument, this is not me saying, I don't like Christians. This is me saying, I want us protected. But that comes with protecting every other religion as well. If God gave us free will, then we should in turn say the same thing for everybody else. The freedom to choose. Free will. Keyword, free If we want church and state being the same, those Ten Commandments, they're going to hurt. No using the Lord's name in vain. Only one God. There's a reason that I think it's only three of those Ten Commandments are law. Thou shalt not steal. 
Thou shalt not kill. I forget what the other one is. Hey, you got a dysfunctional family? Honor thy father and mother. <laughs> if you knew my parents, oh, Lord. There's a lot to that. There's a lot to that. Oh, all right. Call this one a mile away. Military throwing cash at recruitment crisis as troops head for the exit. The Navy has just come out and basically said they're no longer going to be kicking people out for the jab. They just put a kibosh on it, saying, hold up. We're losing too many people. Maybe this is a bad idea. You ruined careers. You ruined lives of people that dedicated themselves to this country, to the military, all because they didn't want the Fauci ouchie. Oh, and guess what just happened? The first documented case of compensation to a man that was paralyzed in his legs from the vaccine has now went through. You're going to start seeing a lot more of this. If you've listened to me for any period of time, you know I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You know I called out the QAnon movement. I've called out these tin hats left and right. If it's not founded in logic and common fucking sense, I'm probably not going to believe you. But I called this. Do not trust the government. These people are corrupt. They're liars. They're cheaters. They're swindlers. And we need less of them in our lives. So the very same people that raised their right hand and swore an oath to the Constitution, but because they didn't want to get the Fauci ouchie, you booted them out. And now recruitment is so low, so low, they are throwing cash at people again to come join the military. How many people did you kick out? You know, in the Army, we were raised for this acronym, leadership. Loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. What does that L stand for? Loyalty. You know what the biggest flaw or one of the biggest flaws in the Army is? That loyalty means you being loyal to the Army. Hey, hey, Miley. Hey, Austin. Where was the loyalty to the soldiers? Where was the loyalty to the sailors, the Marines, the airmen, the Coast Guard? Where was the loyalty to those people when the time came for you to stand for the Constitution and you crumbled like cowards in uniform? Where was your loyalty then? And then you turn around and you sit there from your ivory bureaucratic tower and you preach to the masses loyalty, duty. You're fucking cowards. You are cowards. You kicked those people to the curb. You ended careers. All because they said, we don't want to take a jab that essentially has no long-term clinical trials. And now, we're seeing people dropping dead. 
Now, what do you want to bet? The press is not going to cover this as much as you think they should. They're not. And what do we got now? You got Elmo on TV. Ha, ha, ha. I just got vaccinated. Only country in the world doing this now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, if you're a parent and you're taking your child to get vaccinated, you're an idiot. You are an idiot. You are gambling with your child's life on an uncertainty that you just don't know. You don't know. But hey, let's buy into the propaganda. Stay home. Save a life. How will that work out for you? Joe Biden. Trump doesn't have a plan, but I do. And then what does he do when he's in his office? Ah, the federal government can't stop COVID. It's up to the states. Wow. Okay. Okay. You really think these politicians got the actual vaccine? You really think they got it? I don't think so. I don't think so. Not in the slightest. Hints that the armed service might soon face a problem keeping their ranks full began quietly, with officials spending the last decade warning that a dwindling slice of the American public could serve. And here's the other part we talked about in a previous episode. What is it, like 46%, 47% of a military-age males in America refuse to take that vaccine? Your demographic of recruitment got sliced. You are hemorrhaging good NCOs. They are walking away left and right saying, fuck you, I'm out. I'm not taking that jab. And by having that standard of saying the only way you can serve is if you get that vaccine, majority of Americans are saying no. So who are you recruiting from now? Eventually, mark my words, they will change this policy. They will change this policy, and they will open up the recruitment ranks. Now, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. If you had served before, and you're still in that window to re-enlist, I want you to listen very closely. When the time came for that same organization that preaches loyalty to it, they showed none to you. They kicked you to the curb like yesterday's trash, didn't give a fuck about the time you spent defending that Constitution. That includes combat veterans that are still serving. They didn't give one shit about you. If there was ever a time in your life to pull the blinders off of your fucking eyes and wake up and understand this military doesn't give a shit about you, but nor should it, to be fair. But when push came to shove, there was no loyalty shown to those that were for full body autonomy. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, John's on one right now. Well, John, what about the other vaccines? The other vaccines that have had clinical trials and been proven to work over long periods of time? Yes, what about them? That you voluntarily stepped in to say, hey, it's okay, I'll receive these. Voluntarily. Versus, ah, oh, we got this, this, this pandemic that's killing all these people. And we just speed rush, we warp speed this vaccine. Now, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if you do get jabbed, you can't sue the company that does, and you can't sue the government. So you're telling me that there's doubt? Really? What the government should have done, and these companies should have been said, yeah, sue us. That's how confident we are in our product. But they didn't take that stance. They took the opposite stance. What does that tell you, ladies and gentlemen? Come on. Come on, people. Wake up. 
Wake up. It's common fucking sense. That's corporatism right there. The government's stepping in saying these people are prevented from being sued. You kidding me? No tort law, nothing? That's what regulates the free market. What do I know? Only about one quarter of young Americans are even eligible for service these days. One quarter of Americans. Now, of that one quarter, let's break it down even further. How many of them are fat and out of shape? That, that, that eliminates a lot of people. Because we're a fat fucking country. Only about one quarter of young Americans are even eligible to, for service these days. Shrinking pool limited by an increasing number of potential recruits who are overweight or are screened out due to minor criminal infractions. You know, why do they just lift the restriction of you don't even need a GED to get in anymore? I, dude, since I enlisted in 2001, it's always been high school diploma or GED. Now you don't need either. So guess what we're doing? We're recruiting a stupider force. We're recruiting dumb people in our military. That's not where you want them at. Trust me, that is not where you want them at. Uh, you got the January 6th fiasco. This clown show that continues going. Just the stupidity. This is wasted taxpayer money. LA Times, eight bombshells from Hutchinson's testimony are all duds. Hutchinson's, the, the new thing here, if you're not tracking this, is apparently this idiot comes up there and says Trump, essentially on January 6th, wanted his limo or his yeah limo driver to drive him to the Capitol. And Trump lunged to take control of the wheel. This is testimony. What they fail to understand is there's a divider between the driver and the president and where he sits in the cab in the back. It's been proven. Secret Service has come out and said, oh, this is actually not true. We'll testify to this. This is a lie. They are using this January 6th hearing and committee for hearsay. This is a weaponized political joke. Liz Cheney is a fucking traitor. Kitzinger is a fucking traitor. Now, I know that blows your mind, but I can kind of agree with some things Kitzinger says and other things that he does. I reserve that right to base upon issue by issue. It's possible. Crazy to some, I know, but it is possible. Literally, testimony. If I heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend, this is what constitutes this hearing. This is what you want to waste. This is what we're paying you for. This government has gotten way too big, it's gotten way too powerful. We have the Spanish Inquisition in Congress right now. I don't know about you, but I'm over it. I'm over it. Joe Biden flees when asked about the 51 migrant deaths in Texas. President Joe Biden fled his news conference Tuesday when asked by reporters about the 51 migrants who were found dead inside a truck trailer in San Antonio. The president held a joint news conference in Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez after traveling to Spain for a NATO meeting with the European leaders. Fuck NATO. But he did not take questions after the news conference was over. Mr. President, any reaction to the death of the 50 migrants in Texas? One reporter asked as the president prime minister turned to leave. Biden did not answer the question turning and walking away instead. 
A total of 39 men and 12 women died after being trapped inside the truck trailer that was abandoned about 160 miles from the United States-Mexico border. The White House issued a statement from Biden on social media calling the incident horrifying. He says, my administration will continue to do everything possible to stop criminal smugglers from exploiting migrants. It's, it's, this, is, this is the equivalent to what the left hates of thoughts and prayers after a school shooting. What are you doing? Do we, have, do we have a border wall going the entire way? No, you demonized Border Patrol. You took their horses. You made false accusations of them beating Haitians with whips. That wasn't true. Never apologized. You demonized them. You hamstrung them and handcuffed them. Now they can't effectively do their job. You did this. You did this. This is what Democrat policy and leadership gets you, ladies and gentlemen. They're destroying this country. They're ineffective. These are not leaders. They lack the balls to make the tough decisions to help America progress in a good direction and keep it safe. These are not wolves that guard our borders. These are sheep pretending to be wolves. These are cowards. These aren't even sheep. These are chickens. Disney animated children's series, Baymax. You ready for this, folks? I'm telling you, Disney's about, oof. Disney deserves to be shut down. This is groomer shit. Disney animated children's series, Baymax, features transgender man who menstruates. What a twisted world we live in. This country's circling the toilet right now. This needs to change. Midterms coming up, folks. Midterms coming up. This is the shit you remember. This is the tripe that should motivate you to go to the polls and bring three friends. If you think the left is beaten, you think they're licked, you think they're not going to show up, they're going to show up. Don't forget the left hates Trump that much. Now, again, the left does not like Biden. I get it. But this shit right here will motivate him to go. In Disney's latest effort to smuggle transgender ideology into its entertainment for kids, the new animated Disney series Baymax features a transgender man who menstruates and gives advice on which maxi pad to buy, the one with wings. What business does that have being in a child's show? What business does that have being in a child's program Never in my life. Why can't we just let our kids be kids? Why can't we just let children enjoy youth? This is disgusting. Once again, once again, this is the T and the LGB going full on woke. Baymax, which began streaming Wednesday on Disney, follows the adventures of the balloon-like robot from the 2014 movie Big Hero 6, who was on a mission to serve as Good Samaritan to the residents of a fictional city, San Francisco. Okay, that explains it. The transgender character appears in the episode 3, titled Sophia, in which Baymax assists a 12-year-old girl who experiences her first period. When a mortified Sophia barricades herself in a gender-neutral bathroom at school, Baymax offers to buy her menstrual hygiene materials at the store. Baymax is bombarded by suggestions from helpful shoppers, including a transgender character who is wearing a transgender flag shirt. 
They say, I always get the one with wings, the trans man, Taze Ben Matt. If you're watching on Twitch and Facebook, here's the, uh, here's the clip. We're going to watch this. Here we go. Excuse me, which of these products would you recommend? Oh, um, well, these are the tampons I usually use. Thank you. I prefer pads. They're more comfortable for me. Thank you. I always get the ones with wings. Thank you. Get uncensored. So if you're not watching, the white Stay Puft Marshmallow-looking man, dude, is sitting there in the aisle. He's got multiple different women around him. And then you've got a what appears to be dude or masculine female wearing a trans flag on his T-shirt. And as you just heard his voice, it was deeper. Go figure. We are living in an age of just mainstream retardation. I don't mean that to insult retard. I mean these people are genuinely retarded. They are mentally retarded. They are. I don't care if you like this or not. This is why we're circling the drain. It's the truth. This is a child show. This is a child show. More immorality. More insanity. More disgust. Men do not have uteruses. Men do not have vaginas. care if you like that or not. That's truth. It's backed by science. It's backed by science. I don't care if you like it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that does it for this episode. Appreciate you being here today. Thank you for listening to the show. Don't forget, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Got the 4th of July sale coming up very soon. Don't go anywhere for my Twitch subscribers. Giving away this tankard and a bag of Doritos. If you're a Twitch subscriber, come over to Twitch.tv drop a sub it's $4.99 a month it helps support the stream of the show give us a share on the podcast we appreciate all of you we love and appreciate our supporters apologies for my mind being everywhere today it's a lot stupid people everywhere until tomorrow you stay savage America